Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation? This is episode 141. Today is Saturday. Hope you had a fantastic week wherever you are and however you might be listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to one of our episodes, my name is Christian Brunel. I'm a Medicare health plan specialist, advocate, author. I'm a licensed insurance broker, and I own a company called Christian Brunel Insurance Services. And every single week, we bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Okay, folks, let's get right into this. Let's get off and running. So as many of you know, and as many of you probably are doing yourselves, I have started off in um, a couple different New Year's resolutions as I do every year. I don't always keep them like most of us, but I try to do my best. And one New Year's resolution that I I'm kind of on and off about, um, but I'm really trying hard to do it this year is I'm trying to make sure that I go to the gym five days a week, Monday through Friday, okay? And I've tried to do this in the past. This isn't anything new that I've done. I mean, there have been, you know, spots throughout the year where I'll go for two months straight and then I won't go for a month and then I'll go for a month straight and then I won't go for two weeks and then I'll go for three months straight. It's kind of spotty off and on. I'm not perfect. And I'm trying to get to the point where I'm back in shape, okay? I remember when I was in high school, I could run a mile without really having much training. I could run a mile probably anywhere between six and a half to seven minutes, which isn't fantastic. But, you know, I could roll out of bed and do that when I was in high school. Nowadays, about 10 years later, you know, down the road. And I'm, and I'm, I know everybody that's listening to this can sympathize with this. You know, I'm lucky to get through that mile in 10 minutes if I'm lucky, you know, so I'm trying to get back in shape. I'm trying, not that I'm out of shape or anything like that, but I'm trying to get in better shape. Um, just want to be healthier as everybody does. And one thing I noticed pretty obviously going to the gym is when you go to the gym and you kind of get back involved in that world and that kind of environment a little bit, there's a lot of goofy, stupid sayings, you know, like the other day I was walking around at the gym and one thing that really jumped out at me was, you know, I've seen multiple people walk around with this shirt that says, um, pain is, it says something along the lines of pain is weakness leaving the body or something, something to that effect. Um, and I just think I'm just like, okay. I mean, we've all heard these sayings, you know, um, pain is weakness leaving the body. I mean, it's so freaking stupid. If you ask me, I get what they're trying to say, trying to be a motivator, being like, push through the pain and make you stronger, blah, 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 blah. But that is such a dumb thing to say. You know, like if somebody was chopping off your fingers, is that pain leaving the body? No. I mean, Eventually, if they chop off enough limbs, you're not going to be alive very much longer, you know. And there's a lot of that going on at the gym that I noticed. And, you know, 
one thing I have been able to do in years in years past is when I have made this resolution, I haven't stuck with it all year. I'm going to do everything in my power to do so this year. But um, you'll notice that the gym from basically the 1st of January, probably until about mid-February, is packed, like just rocking and rolling. There's people everywhere, okay? And then you kind of see it get cut in half by maybe mid-February. And then you'll kind of see that crowd get cut in half even more by about mid-March. Um, and that has a lot to do with people not sticking with the resolution, same as me. I know I'm not alone in this, you know, I know 90 plus percent of people that make a new year's resolution don't stick with it. That's why I've never been a big believer in new year's resolution. I think if you just, you know, if you want to develop a habit, I think the best way to do so is to just do it any time of the year. You know, like if you need to develop a new habit or add something to your schedule in July, then don't wait till January to add it. Because then you have six months of bad habits built up before January rolls around. But that's a topic for another day. And in every facet of life, though, we have these stupid little sayings, dumb misconceptions. Um, and I thought that today would be a great episode to kind of jump into those and kind of what they may be. Because they're important to know. Um, a lot of you that are listening to this probably already know what I'm going to say and kind of know the things I'm going to point out because you've been listening to me for some time. But if you're a new listener, these are things you need to know. And if you're an old listener, these are things you need to be reminded of. Okay. And I'll keep you updated on my progress at the gym. I mean, hopefully I can get back up to seven minutes um, for a mile. I mean, that would be fantastic. I mean, and we all deal with the fact that, you know, we're, we, we get older as time goes on. I'm no exception to this. Um, and we try to do everything we can to kind of hang on to our youth. And we try to do, you know, hang on to things we used to be able to do. Um, and I'm no different than that. Okay. I'm trying to get back down to a seven minute mile. I don't know if I'll ever get there or not, but I'm going to make sure that I try to go to the gym every morning. And kind of my, my routine is I try to get up at 630 in the morning, um, eat breakfast, drink my coffee. Um, I try to read some of whatever book I'm reading at the moment, if I can get to that, but that doesn't happen every morning. But um, I have breakfast, have my coffee, brush my teeth, I go to the gym, spend about 30, 45 minutes doing some kind of exercise, take a shower, I come here to the office, and I work. And I'll probably work, and I'll get here probably 9, 9.30, and I'll probably stay here till 7 or 8 every single day. Um, six days a week. That's kind of my routine on a good day. Okay. But there's a lot of things folks like, you know, people, you know, misconceptions about Medicare that people will say that are similar to the misconceptions of, you know, going to the gym and that kind of culture. Pain is weakness leaving the body. I get the message, but of course it's not accurate. I mean, I guess it could be when you're exercising because you're getting stronger, that kind of stuff. But, you know, like if I get hit by a car and I'm, and I'm paralyzed, that's not weakness leaving my body. If anything, my body's weaker than it was before. And it probably will be for the rest of my life if I'm paralyzed. Mentally, I might be stronger if I can overcome it, but I i don't know. I mean, we could debate back and forth all day these kind of sayings, but I, I just kind of roll my eyes at them. I think they're just kind of silly and cliche and 
just you know i'm i'm a bit of um what's the word i'm a bit of a pessimist you know and i try not to be i think i'm a relatively positive person but i'm a bit of a pessimist if i if i'm a whole poker you don't want to watch movies with me let me put it that way my wife does not like watching movies with me in fact there's there's some sometimes when one of her favorite movies comes out or if she was those movies she really wants to watch you know rent it or something on the internet or with Redbox or something along those lines, she'll make it a point to watch it when I'm not home, when I'm not around, you know? Um, doesn't mean we don't watch movies together. We definitely do. But I'm a hole poker, man. If there's any hole in that plot, if there's any hole in that story, I'm going to be pointing it out for all to see. And I kind of ruin movies for people. It's because I'm a little bit of a pessimist, you know? If you tell me that the sky is blue, um, and I haven't seen it with my own eyes yet, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be skeptical. I'm going to be like, how blue? What shade of blue? You sure it's not purple? You sure it's not orange? How do you know? Have you seen this? Have you talked to anybody else about this? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I'm a ridiculous person a little bit, you know? And, you know, I, I, I like to think that I have a fairly big personality. I think that's why we can do this podcast and it works, but I think that I'm probably a tremendous bore for some people in my personal life. Like, you know, you listen to me on the podcast and you probably, you know, people want to talk to me, people want to spend time with me. But at the end of the day, I think I'm more of a bore than anything else. Because in my personal life, not on the podcast, I think I do a good job on the podcast. I think we do a great job on the podcast, making it interesting. And I'm a good communicator and those kind of things. But I am kind of a bore because I'm a workaholic. Um... I don't have a tremendous amount of hobbies. I work. I work, I work, I work. I do things around the house. I play with my daughter. But I am, you know, if you spent um, a week with me, you'd probably be like, this guy is a miserable bore. Not that I'm a miserable person, but I'm kind of a miserable bore. I don't have a whole lot of habits um, that are, you know, hobbies or anything like that. I don't have a lot of hobbies. You know, my hobby is to work. That is my hobby. And it's okay. You know? There's worse things you can do in life than work. Don't go anywhere, folks. In our next segment, when we come back after we take a break, I will give you my three biggest misconceptions that I see about Medicare, what you need to know about them, what you can do about them, and how it can affect you in 2020. If you're not careful, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. And let's talk about the biggest misconceptions about Medicare and kind of what you're going to find, okay? In my opinion, I think there are three big misconceptions. I think the biggest one that I always hear about is if I'm on a Medicare health plan, whether it be a Medicare supplement plan or whether it be a Medicare Advantage plan, There's a lot of misconceptions I always hear from people that say, well, if I use my plan too much, they're going to drop me or they're going to raise my price because I'm using it too much. I think those two things share the number one spot. And what people don't realize is Medicare plans are not able to target you specifically based on what you're going to pay 
for your premium or based on how much you use it or if they're going to drop you. If they drop, first of all, Medicare supplement plans are guaranteed renewable. They cannot drop you unless you don't pay your premium. That is the one exception. Medicare Advantage plans on the other side of the spectrum, if they cancel you, they have to cancel every single person in your market. The only way a Medicare Advantage plan can cancel somebody is if they pull the plan out of a market specifically. Okay, It's never based on your individual usage. It might be a culmination of everybody using it in that area too much or something like that to the point where the insurance company is losing money. That could be a possibility. But it's never going to be based on your specific usage. People give themselves too much credit, you know? Might be a lot of claims money to you, but to an insurance company, it's really not. Okay. You alone cannot bankrupt an insurance company. However, you, along with 100,000 other people, hey, that's a different story. So number one... Premiums rising based on your specific usage or plans dropping you based on their specific usage. It just, it's, ne- it's never going to happen. And if you're ever canceled or anything like that, it's not because of that. Okay. Number two, I would say, is that Medicare is free. People don't realize that Medicare Part B has a premium no matter what you do if you take Medicare. This year, it's going to be $144.60 a month in 2020. Medicare is not free despite what we pay into it. What we pay into Medicare in the form of FICA taxes, Social Security, Medicare, that kind of stuff, pays for Medicare Part A. But it doesn't pay for Medicare Part B. It doesn't pay for a drug plan. It doesn't pay for a supplement plan. Medicare is not free. And I would say the third and final one that I see constantly is that if you pick up Medicare, everything's going to be covered 100%. Absolutely not. That's why you have Medicare supplements to pay the 20% that Medicare doesn't cover because Medicare pays 80% after certain deductibles and coinsurances are met. And then you pay 20% of what's left over. And there's no limit to that. Medicare does not pay 100%. And these are things that most of you probably already know about, but I thought it'd be a good reminder for new listeners because we're always getting new listeners each and every week. Don't go anywhere, folks. Have some updates for you. What we're going to be doing for the rest of the new year in segment three after I take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me all the way to the end. And this is a shorter episode than normal, I understand. I also wanted to take this episode to take some time and give you an update on what we're going to be doing, what our schedule is going to look like the rest of the year. We're still planning on doing our three-episode weekly schedule, so that that looks like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, week in and week out for podcast episodes. We will also be doing a lot of free Medicare educational YouTube videos, more than we've ever done before on our YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go check it out, Christian Brindle. To subscribe to it, make sure you turn notifications on to it, so that way you're getting all of the content that our organization is putting out, okay? Also, we're going to be doing interviews this year, but probably not as many as we did in the past, although that could always change if, I think, if we run into the right person um, or we encounter the right person, 
we're going to make every effort to bring them on. But the reason why I'm kind of going to be cutting back on the interviews, folks, is because number one, we've heard from the audience that you'd rather hear me talk than anybody else. And I'm flattered by that. But we've heard from that through emails, people we've, clients we've talked to on the phone and things like that. Now, I haven't heard that from everybody, but overwhelmingly, you care more to hear from me than these other people. Doesn't mean we're not going to have guests on. Doesn't mean we're not going to do interviews because we will. We're doing one this month. But they're not going to be as prevalent as they were in 2019. Now, if you don't like that necessarily, you got to let us know. Because you, the audience, drive this bus. Okay? What you want to hear is what we're going to make sure that we're doing our best efforts to put out there. Shoot me an email, christianb at xmission.com, if you like the interviews or you'd like to see more of them. If we get enough responses, I might change my mind on that. We're going to do interviews, just not as frequently as we did in 2019. We did a lot of interviews in 2019. For all I know, this year, we might only do a couple. But who knows? Okay. We're also going to be doing a lot more um, topic-specific content. What I mean by that is we're going to be taking requests from you, the audience, on what you want to know about, what your questions are, what you need to know, and also on things that are changing throughout the year and things you need to know. Don't forget, folks, we are in the Medicare OEP, which stands for Open Enrollment Period, which basically stands for Second Enrollment Period, if you will. It goes from January 1st to March 31st. If you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you'd like to change to another Medicare Advantage plan, or if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you'd like to change to original Medicare with a drug plan and a supplement, you can do so one time during the Medicare OEP. Do not forget this. If you're on a plan and maybe you forgot to change during the enrollment period back in October, or maybe you signed up for a plan not knowing if you'd like it and it turns out you don't, we can help you if you live in the states of Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon. Texas, Florida, and South Carolina. Again, that is Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Colorado, Texas, South Carolina, and Florida. Our office number is 801-255-5340. 801-255-5340 if you'd like to work with me on your Medicare health plan. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Shorter episode than normal, but stay tuned for Monday. We're going to have a doozy. Talk to you then. Have a great weekend.